Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Um, I am Mary Baker, and I'm joined in studio here with my lovely team member, Sharon McNamara. I'm lovely tonight, am I? Well, hey, I'm happy to be here with I'm you. I'm tripping over my Invisalign over here. <laughs> oh, I was talking to the dentist the other day because I had my Invisalign appointment, and I said, yeah, she's slurring all her words. Oh, she's I like, she can take it out. I think it's getting worse. No, she said you can take it out during the show if you wanted to. So feel oh, free. thanks for the permission. <laughs> uh, so you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Again, uh, you have Sharon and Mary here tonight. Unfortunately, uh, Melissa isn't able to join us tonight. Not unfortunately. She's just so busy. She is so busy, yeah. So she uh, she actually has to do her continuing education class tomorrow. So she'll be in an all-day class with Charlie Burke from Mass Academy of Real Estate in Braintree. So uh, she just wanted to finish up some work upstairs. Uh, tonight and thought maybe you and I could handle the show alone. Yeah, she's leaving it in good hands, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm just trying to do what we need to do because you can watch us on Facebook if you want to. Uh, you can go to my feed, which is on my page, Sharon Costa McNamara, and you should be able to find us live there. Our South Shore neighbors, you are oh. listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. And I don't know um, what that I is all about. I'm McNamara. sorry. I don't know what and I just did. <laughs> which we're just doing a little bit of a yeah, playback there. I don't know what that was. Anyways, we are live. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook and um, Melissa is getting us out to all the other pages and everything. So um, hold on one sec. All right. You want to tell everybody yeah, what gonna we're going to be talking about? You are the techie one. So. Yeah, tell everybody what we're talking about tonight. We're, pick, we're picking it up from where we left off last week. Yeah. So last week we started to dabble into the different types of listings. Um, and we talked a lot about agency. So I figured we could do a brief rundown of what agency is very, very briefly and then go right into the different style of listings. Um, and when we're talking different styles, it's, it's more... We're not saying anything is wrong with any of them. Um, what we do versus what another company might do is just their own style. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of nice to know what your different options are and what the lingo means behind mm-hmm. the different types of listings, quote unquote. Yeah. Last week, we really, when we started this topic, we actually started talking about um, 
agency. Yeah. So do you want to just give our listeners a quick recap of about agency? Um, so what we were initially talking about is just... Um, I think Sharon was, and I always say that she's the best one at explaining all of this because she's been in it so long at this point. Um, but there's different. There's a difference between designated agency, dual agency. Um, our office, so Boston Connect Real Estate, is a designated agent, meaning the one the one agent that you are working with is representing you solely. A seller's agent, a buyer's agent, and I think that gets confusing too. A lot of people don't. And this is just a little side note. A lot of people don't think if you're a buyer's agent, you can be a listing agent. And if you're a listing agent, you can be a buyer's agent. But it kind there, it's just a title as to whom you're representing at that given point in time. Uh-huh. Um, so I, that's how I always um, describe it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um yeah, so agency is really important in the state of Massachusetts. It's something that uh, we have to bring out. We have an agency disclosure agreement, and it's it for, upon the first meeting that we have with a client, we, are, we have to bring that oh, out. Oh, you dropped a knowledge bomb on me last week saying that now mm. it's via Zoom, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a new form that even, and that's kind of, it, I was wondering if something like that was ever going to come out just given that we are doing a lot of these meetings. Not so much, and we're kind of seeing it go in the other direction now, mm-hmm. but in the height of you know COVID 2020 and 2021, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't meet some of our clients in person until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was not, it's nice to know that they're making accommodations to um, consider electronic meeting as yeah, a meeting. Absolutely, because it is the first time that you talk about a house. So you just have to be careful, especially, you know, a lot of people will go to, you know, an open house and they, you know, they tend to spill the beans a lot when they're in those open houses, by the way. Talk and less. yeah, just talk less. Um, that person who's doing that open house is representing the seller of that house. So anything that you tell them that's personal, confidential or financial uh, has to, by law, be, uh, you know, inf- you know, we have to inform the seller about that. Uh, if you're represented, then of course, none of that information can be um None of that information can be shared. But let's, um, we'll take some calls tonight as well. Um, George is in studio and he is at WATD in Marshfield. We're in our home studio here in Pembroke, right in Pembroke Center, across from Stop and Shop in the center. And we are on air. We have our fancy light in the window. You I like that? I was really wondering where that light was coming from. And I knew, yeah. I knew Mark had changed out this, yeah. the light that's above. Yeah. You know that we had this fancy yeah. like little on air. Yeah. It's like we're in a real yeah, studio we're in a right real now. Studio right now. So um, it's funny that every time we hit that. Um, so what we were going to? I forget what we were discussing right there. Just agency. Agency. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we'll take calls. That's what we were saying. Seven eight one eight zero zero. Yeah, we really do have a hard time doing this without Melissa, don't we? I'm like all over the place. Uh, yeah, so I can't keep you on track. <laughs> I know. I've been, been trying for 10 years. Days. It hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. It's been one of those days for sure. 781-837-4900 if you have any questions for me and Mary regarding real estate. It doesn't have to be about this topic, but if it is, that's great. But if it isn't, that's okay. We had a great caller last week, Tom from Kingston, my good old buddy, uh, was listening in. So, um, again, let's t- uh, let's dive right in. So... Let's just talk about the big one, okay? So I know the Bonnie Bonnie from Pembroke called last week, and she won the gift card. I don't know if she came by the office um, because she knew what a FISBO was, for sale by owner. Let's talk a little bit about that. 
Oh, we're gonna so, we're gonna go. We're backwards. just gonna go right into it because you know okay. what? We always run out of time, so we might as well save the best one for you know the best you know, controversial um, for for that. You know what I mean? To make mm-hmm. sure. Um, Yep, so when uh, we did, what, the gift card, and for sale by owner, so FSBO, F-S-B-O, um, it's, I don't know, we're having, <laughs> we're hearing something. Anyway, um, it's essentially what, what you think of. You're selling your house on your own, and you're not for sale sign that maybe you bought at Ace Rockies Hardware, um, and putting it in your sign, in your yard, with your number on it, and saying, mm-hmm. hey, everybody, please call me, I'm trying to sell my house. Yeah. That's a simple, that's the, mm-hmm. the most basic and simple as a for sale by owner mm-hmm. gets, right? Yeah, and so here's the thing. I know with low inventory, the, you know, I would say that the um, the general perception is that our job is very easy these days mm-hmm. um, and that, you know, well, all they do is put a sign out there and then it just sells, which we know as real estate agents is not true. And I know you have some statistics on, you know, how real estate agents are able to actually get you more money. I know people are trying to save the compensation, um, but, you know, now we're not just real estate agents. I mean, I started 20 years ago and I was talking to Trisha and Nick Flynn were in the office um, this week discussing with them about you know the show in for sale by owner and um i don't know what that is um, discussing that and nick was like yeah we're not just real estate agents anymore where you know the marketers and like all these other things that we have to do on top of being a real estate agent i mean being technologically savvy is very important um right now so we're all these other things but I know Trish had an, um, a good example that one of her clients had seen a homeowner that was selling his own house in a town close to where we are on the South Shore. I see. I feel like this is so incredibly vague. Yeah. So there was a homeowner once that was selling a house. Yeah. In a town that was close to us. <laughs> yes, it was on the South Shore, and um, my and Trish called and said, you know, my client is interested in in your property will you be compensating a buyer's agent? And the homeowner said, you know, if you really cared about your buyer, Mm. you would just introduce your buyer to me and let me just work with your buyer. Like, why why do you have to be involved in all of this? And Trish, who we all love. (laughs) I can can only imagine what she said. Yeah. She was like, you know, I'm just trying to make a living. You know, this is what my full-time job is. This is what my full-time career is. With my husband, their team, we're just trying to do the best for our clients. And and maybe the best for your client is that for sale by owner. But Mr. For sale by owner, if I'm yeah. going to introduce you to my buyer, mm-hmm. are you willing to compensate me for the time and effort that I've put into working with this buyer for the past year and a half? Mm-hmm. Want to give me his number? Exactly. You can call him. And think about it. The time, the energy away from your family, your mm-hmm. friends, other clients, your gas, your, your wear and tear on your car, driving all over the place, mm-hmm. driving from it's here. It's especially hard to be a buyer's agent right now. It's so, it is so, so difficult. And I don't know, I just found that comment to be rude, but then I thought, well, that's the perception that a lot of people have. I'm just going to put the sign out there myself and do it myself. So, yeah, everybody says it's so easy, so why not? Yeah, and then, okay, so you want to put the sign in the yard. And you want her to hand over her clients that she's been working with forever. So... Yeah, it doesn't work yeah. that way. So here's some of my thoughts on this. Again, <laughs> you can call in 781-837-4900. 
We'd love to have an intelligent debate about yes, it. Yes, we would. And you know, you can say that maybe I'm wrong. You can say that maybe I'm right. But whatever. Um, I feel as if I can. Oh, I think George is trying to call us. Um, so one thing that I always think of, and we do actually quite often work with for sale by owners. Um, I think a lot of times perception is that sellers don't want to work with an agent because they don't want to pay a compensation. That's like the number one. Number Okay, number one, maybe it's really easy to sell my house. Number two, I don't want to pay an agent's compensation. Number three, I know the house better than anybody, so who's going to be able to sell it better than I do? So those are all the hurdles, I guess, that we try and get over when talking about for sale by owners. What they don't realize, I think I actually found a stat that said about 40% of anybody trying to sell their house on their own is trying to avoid agent compensation. What they don't realize in essentially cutting the agent who, I mean, if they said if you're hiring a full-time agent, that's all they're doing, as Sharon was saying earlier. So all our job to do is to sit in MLS to find you buyers to market your property to um, network to groups of people that would be interested in your property and just so on and so on. You have a full-time job. Most people who are selling their houses on their own also have to go to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week doing something else that isn't necessarily selling their house, So, uh, which selling your house is a full-time job. It's, it's a lot. It's very time-consuming. So on top of you're already demanding life, you're going to put another demanding task on top of it. So that's that's probably my number one um, hesitation, or my number one argument, I guess, to people who are saying, this, this is the route that I want to go. I want to sell my house on my own. I would say, do you, are you really going to have the time to do that? Because even if you sell it in the first weekend, houses, when you say sell, there's still 30, uh, potentially 30, 45, 60 days of transactional work. We're just going to hop right back in. So Mary was talking about for sale by owners and the perception of sellers. If you're, if we're taking Trish Flynn's perspective of Mr. Seller, I'm going to call you up. Um, you're doing a for sale by owner and I'm going to bring you a buyer. Are you willing to compensate a buyer's agent? So the number one objection that for sale by owners tend to have is that they don't want to compensate any type of agent. Most often the conversation with that seller is going to go, well, well absolutely, if you, if you bring in your buyer, I will be more than willing to compensate you. So the objection as to, I don't want to work with an agent, I don't want to pay a compensation, goes right out the window. Because mm -hmm. most, most for sale by owners do end up working with an agent in some type of capacity. Yeah, I have a couple things to say about this. Okay, All I right. took out my Invisalign. I'm just yeah, everybody yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're not slurring. But you know, here's the thing. This is how I feel about you know for sale by owners. And again, there are many people out there. Are you capable of doing it? Sure. 100%. You know, some people are like, oh, you just have to get an attorney. That's great. If you want to do it on your own, that's that's really up to you. But don't use real estate agents as your venue to get all the information that you need because there's nothing more infuriating to me than that. So, so when what you're saying is don't call up the real estate agent and say, hey, I'm just looking to have a market analysis on my house so yeah. I can sell it on my own. Yeah, don't waste my time. Yeah. And, and I hate to put it that way, like, Everybody who knows me knows I am very willing. I talk people out of selling their house a lot, you right? Do. If I don't think it's a good financial decision for them, I will let them know. And okay? you also are very passionate. 
I am very passionate. You're gonna get. You're gonna get passionate. <laughs> I am. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little frustrated right now. But I think it's just because. I, I just want more respect for our industry. Mm-hmm. More respect for the. It's a profession. It's yeah. a, a professional industry. There are so many full-time agents in our area. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Hey. Boston Connect, I think, is a great company. But you know what? I've worked for several other great companies, and I think that there are many great companies out there. We're very fortunate on the South Shore. We have a lot of great, great agents. The only difference between us is maybe the way we do things and the color of our logo, okay? And we're friends with a lot of them. But don't... If you're thinking about doing a for sale by owner, do your own research. Do your own stuff. Because honestly, when I do an analysis for people, I'm putting, I'm going to your house, I'm spending an hour, maybe sometimes more because you're asking questions throughout the process. Then I am putting together all of the comps and all of the information on getting the value of your house. Mm -hmm. Then I'm meeting with you via Zoom or in my office, reviewing all that information with you. I potentially have a good six hours into this or more to give you the information that you need. Now, I'm happy to do that for people who are like, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell, blah, blah, blah. Or is it the right thing for me to be doing right now, which we've done shows on? Yeah, exactly. But if you know in your heart of heart I'm just going to sell it myself, but I'm going to see what the top agents in the area say the value of my house is. Please be considerate. And then I'm going to list it for 20% more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, one thing that they don't even realize, too, is like all the sold comps that we're looking at in MLS, they have a compensation. Mm -hmm. So let's just say it's, you know, the listing contract is five apples, right? Because we can't talk about for, you know, for whatever. I forget what it's called. But anyways, antitrust antitrust laws. Can't discuss commissions, but I can say, let's just say it was five apples, right? Well, if your house sold, if it was on the market for 500 and it sold for 500, I, as a buyer's agent, think the value of your house is 500 less the five apples. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, because you know what? That's the compensation that went to the agents, right? But you know, that to me is just sort of sneaky that you're going to take that time away from my family. Mm-hmm. You're going to take that time away from my other clients. You're going to take that time away from me being sane and being able to like sit on the floor and play with my puppy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the things that I really I love, just love to do. want to play with my puppy. But do you know what I mean? I, I do. But there's also something like, so to, to drive home that point, there's also something to be said about, you know, take your six hours, you know, the, the six physical hours that yeah. you're, we're saying, and we're, we're grossly underestimating what that time yeah. frame is. Um, but there's also something to be said about local knowledge and preparation and the advice that an agent is giving throughout the process to ultimately save their client money. Oh. Like th- that is truthfully the goal. As a listing agent, you're trying to sell the house for the most amount of money in the quickest amount of time that, that mm-hmm. is you know, that's, that's the ultimate goal. Or whatever their timeline is. Well, yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, whatever mm-hmm. is best for the seller. And vice versa, for even a buyer, as a buyer's agent, you're trying to get the house for a, pro- a price that is fair and reasonable to all parties. You want, mm-hmm. your, you want the seller to be happy because you want negotiations to go well. Mm-hmm. You want the buyer to be happy because you mm-hmm. want them to be, you know, happy in the house and feel as if they got, you know, mm-hmm. a good price for it. Yeah. And they won. They got the winning bid. Yeah. So... Agents aren't like looking to make, I don't know, at least not the, none of the agents that we work with and or the agents that we are 
ourselves are looking to make a buck, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, this is our career. You know, this is our reputation in our reputation for sure. And, you know, we all tend to have a very high moral compass, which is important. You got me fired up. Yeah, because it is. It's so frustrating. So I'm thinking of a time probably must have been like five years ago. And think about it. You know what I mean? It's just like you opened the business five years ago or six years ago at that point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, very busy here, growing the office, doing all kinds of things, spending time with other clients you know, have two kids in college, you know, trying, you know, just trying to be a human because we're working seven days a week. Everybody else is working Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five and they have weekends off, Mm -hmm. you know? So any time that you're taking away from us, it's really a bummer that you would do that. So this one in, in particular, I remember it was in Pembroke and it was um, a colonial style home and I went in and the person was referred to me so we had you know sort of have that immediate sort of connection connection type thing went through the whole house did a whole analysis as I'm going through the house I gave staging tips because I'm a certified staging professional as well I gave staging tips I gave all kinds of tidbits you know what I mean like because he really gave me the impression that he was going to be listing his home with me yep that's the part that bothers me. Yeah. He knew in his head that he was not. He could have shut me off. He should have said, you know, maybe you shouldn't tell me all this or I don't want to be wasting your time. You know, people will say that to me. Oh, Sharon, I don't want to waste your time. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell. And I'll be like, no, I'm happy to do that for you. It was, it was sorry. <laughs> Side note, it was funny. We actually had a, um, a buyer meeting here last night. And the first thing, the first thing that she had said to me, she was like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not in any rush." And I was like, "Oh, no, we don't have to be in any rush." And she goes, "Well, my parents told me that if you don't, like, if you don't buy something, you're going to kick me to the curb." I go, "No, we don't do that. <laughs> that. That's that's not that's not the truth." So we work with buyers, however long it takes for them to sell yeah. houses. As long as you want to put up with me, I'm going to put up with you. Yeah. As long as it's a mutually beneficial relationship and we haven't driven each other crazy, we're going to find the house. And we've become friends with so yeah. many of our clients. So she's already a friend anyways. So, but Sorry, it's just, I, that yeah, reminded me of that. That is funny. Um, but that, And that's the thing that, you know, then, you know, the person didn't even have the courtesy. Like I had left a couple messages, left call, it, sent a explain. note, nothing. And the next thing you know, it's, you know, you hear it through the grapevine or you hear it on, you know, or they try to post it on one of my Connect pages, which is hilarious. So I saw it on Pembroke Connect and I was like, eh, delete. Hey, sorry, I got the magic power of the button there. So, <laughs> but, you know, but went and did a for sale by owner. And the thing that irritated me the most was the pictures, all the staging tips I gave. Yeah. Took on every single one of them. Now, you know, I was talking to Michelle. Michelle Fay is one of our full-time agents here at Boston Connector Real Estate. I was talking to her today, and she had a buyer client that she was showing. She said the towns. If you You're like, where is that? If you gave me a hundred dollars, I wouldn't have never been able to tell you they were actually <laughs> towns in Massachusetts. <laughs> this is how far she had gone. But they decided to put their search on hold, and they sent her a gift card to a restaurant. Nice. Classy, classy. Anyways, I did get fired up there. If you want to sort of calm down my nerves or if you want to sort of have, you know, a little debate and discussion about this, I'm happy to do so. 781-837-4900 or you can connect with us on Facebook. Well, really can't because I can't see my phone. Well, I think so on that, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You're, I didn't know where your phone was. <laughs> um, on that, I think there are different types of for sale by owners, right? So hmm. there's the for sale by owners that... Maybe they have a friend of a friend who's in real estate or sold real estate at one point in time and they're getting advice Mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, I'm going to walk and talk you through it. Mm -hmm. 
that that instance, I can tell you the real estate industry is ever changing. Mm. So if they're not in it 100%, even I'm not saying anything about part-time agents, but there is a difference between doing this part-time and doing it full-time. 100%. Um, it's just, it can be all-consuming. Like you were saying, we're working you yeah. know, seven days a week. And mm-hmm. that's, but we're, ha- but we're happy to. I'm happy to show houses on yeah. Saturdays and Sundays. But what about like when you're in a in a transaction with somebody and they're the buyer's agent, let's just say, and it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm all the way up in Canton and I work from Monday through Friday, nine to five, and um, I don't really want to get in the traffic afterwards. So would you mind doing, you know, would you mind me picking up the check or would you mind my client dropping off the check? Would you mind doing all the work? Do you mind if I don't go to the home inspection? Like, then they're not doing any of the work. And again, how is that loyalty to your client? Your fiduciary responsibility is to your buyer. Well, that's why I think the interview process with any agent is, should be extensive. If that, that if that's the route, and I feel like what, with some of your for sale by owner clients, they have a bad taste in their mouth from agents. Mm-hmm. Something happened at some given point in time that makes them feel as if there's not yeah. there's not. Um, integrity potentially behind mm-hmm. them or that, you know, use car salesman. Yeah. And, and, or that their time isn't being honored. Maybe the client's time isn't being honored or the, the responsiveness isn't what they want. So they kind of go the route of like, Hey, it's so easy. One, I can do it myself and two, I don't want to go through that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so interviewing multiple probably, agents and, or your agents is really important. I'd love to know the so history. That. Yeah. I'd love to know the history of real estate agents because in all reality, it is one of the biggest financial decisions that a human is going to, by the way, it's tough being a human. I discussed this <laughs> with my mother the other day as I was cooking. Um, you know, it it's is tough biggest, being a human. It is. It is just a food chopping process and making dinner. Um, anyways, but at what point, like when did things change? Like it's the biggest financial decision that anybody's going to make potentially in their lifetime. Yeah. Buying a house, selling a house, just all kinds of things, you know, and I don't understand why our profession isn't taken more seriously. Well, when did it go awry? I, I can't tell you. Um, when it went awry, but I think some people probably feel as if it is licensing, right? Is licensing really lax and really easy? Can anybody get their real estate license? Yeah, anybody can, and I think it should be tougher. Oh, I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Or is it, you know, you don't, is it that salesman aspect? So Mm -hmm. you got your shoe salesman, you got your car salesman, and we're we're basically house salesmen. Mm -hmm. So it's that preconceived notion of what it is, Rather than, and I loved this, when, even when I um, started with Boston Connect Real Estate, you always called us real estate advisors, mm-hmm. and it's not real estate salespersons. Even though mm-hmm. that's what we would really be called, we have a sales license or a broker's mm-hmm. license. It's This process, both buying and selling, is really about advising. Mm-hmm. And especially, like I think about somebody like you with the local knowledge of Pembroke mm-hmm. and talking about all of the research and the time and energy you spent doing um, comparable market analysis for different people. I can talk so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all the time that you spend. But there's been many a time where I'm hearing you call town hall to say, all right, something doesn't seem right about this. I want to dig a little bit further mm-hmm. so that I'm making sure that I'm prepping my client for either a best case scenario or a worst case scenario. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather tackle this hurdle. Mm-hmm. It happens with septic systems all the time. All the time. And that's something that if... And I know we're harping on for sale by owners, and it's not that like 
we're saying, oh, they're all evil. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. It's just how they're handled. And I do, even as a buyer's agent, I get weary when I have a buyer who wants to see a for sale by owner. I was like, expect this to be emotional. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll make it happen, but expect that it's going to be a lot Mm -hmm. more emotional than if I had another real estate agent on the other side that takes out the emotion, just removes themselves and kind of sets... Mm -hmm. Because truthfully, I guess, look at us as the people who set the tone for how the transaction is going to go. Mm-hmm. If you react super, you know, you go to home inspection with your buyer client and you're running through being like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that they did this. Mm-hmm. Then your client's going to feel that anxiety and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then if you as a seller's agent go to your seller and say, Hey, they they were super rude during the home inspection. They they did this. They did this. They have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. How's your client going to react? Yep. Well, definitely, that should be a whole show in itself. How the real estate this, agent this sets show the tone. took on a different meaning yeah. because we <laughs> know as it did last week too. But I think that you know we are talking a lot right now about for sale by owner. And again, if you want to do it, I you know that's up to you. But I know that we have a value and you just hit upon i would say the most important one is the emotional aspect of it we take out the emotions my job is very clear and simple to me when i'm a listing agent is i have to get you the most amount of money in the time period that works for you with the Mm -hmm. best conditions so that's what we're working towards now we had a couple situations last year and the year before where a couple people were thinking about doing a for sale by owner so i said I, you know what, your father-in-law, your dad, love him to pieces. Uh, this was in Halifax, mm-hmm. the one I'm thinking of. And I said, all right, well, what do you think the value of your house is? And I generally don't even ask people that, you know, um, and gave me a number. And I said, okay, let's just say it's 500. I was like, all right, great. Somebody comes to you directly and says, hey, I'm willing to give you 525. I said, would you accept that offer? And he's like, yeah, right away. Like, no brainer. And I was like, great. I was like, because I just had a situation where we had a listing. It was on for 500. The first offer that we got was 525. And we held all offers until a certain time period. Mm -hmm. And then we had multiple offers and it ended up going for 575. So I just made you 50 grand by sitting here. Yeah. So you want to do a for sale by owner so you could save on the compensation, but I just proved to you that I can make you more money just by having the strategy that I have, right? (laughs) Just by doing what what, what you do every day. But that's a really good point too. So even in, even in that scenario, Hmm. I think one thing that people, so say a for sale by owner does the same thing. They Mm -hmm. they say, okay, we're not going to take the first offer. We're actually going to hold everything until the open house and we're going to set an offer deadline. Mm -hmm. Our jobs are not only to get multiple offers, right? Hmm. It's to review the contracts, and by oh, yeah. no, by no means are we attorneys. However, especially in 2021, and I'm going to predict going into 2022, mm-hmm. it became about conditions and terms. Yeah, and you na- you hit it on the head a little earlier, saying it's not just about getting the most amount of mm-hmm. money in the time frame that you want, but also the one that has the best conditions. Because sometimes the highest offer isn't the best offer. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing that every day you could potentially put yourself in a situation that's not all that great for you. Mm -hmm. And too, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just going to hire an attorney. But P.S., we love real estate attorneys, okay? Emmanuel, call me early. (laughs) (laughs) We love Emmanuel if he's listening from Stiles' office, Mark Stiles. The whole crew over there is wonderful. We have lots of great attorneys in the area. You know, if they're going to do a transaction for you, they're not necessarily, they're not going to be doing this negotiating and looking into things the way we did. So 
we got last year we got that one house i mean we every house had multiple offers but one in particular had 40 offers one of the offers was Mm $225,000 over asking. It had no home sale contingency. It had... um, No home inspection. No home inspection. No mortgage contingency. Well, all the research I do... Now, we went through 40 offers. We do a complete spreadsheet. We're looking at their list price to sale price ratio. We're looking at their loan to value ratio. We're looking at everything Mm -hmm. to see who is the best buyer for this house. And this one in particular sticks in my head because when I called the agent... the response was, oh, you called me at dinner. And I was like, would you like me to call you back? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm calling about an offer. And I asked her, you know, okay, so your client doesn't have anything to sell. And nope, nothing to sell. And I was like, well, I happened to do a little research and I noticed that your client's house, because their address is on the contract and on their check, when I went into MLS, just investigative to, when, research. I, when I was <laughs> investigating all the 40 offers, I noticed that their house is on the market in Dorchester and currently under agreement. Do they need that sale to go through in order to purchase this house? $225,000 over asking. No, no, they don't have to. I said, okay, then great. You put down 5% and I would like a 10% deposit for P&S. So if anything happens to that sale, you're certain you're going to pen percent if you're lying to me right now. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you better call the loan officer, call the loan officer. He's going back and forth. He was at a party. So I was texting him and then he ghosted me. And then the next morning he called me and he's like, listen, here's the truth. They have to sell that house in order to go forward. They have to sell it. Now, why am I taking the risk when I have another offer that was like $45,000 less, mm-hmm. but was putting down more money? had no home sale contingency. Also had no home inspection. No home inspection. And my client was still making $200,000 more. And it, then and it was a much more secure offer. Yeah. And my, our clients were great. They were like, 100, whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> like, but those are the things that we're, we're really dissecting everything because we've, I've been doing this for 21 years. Yeah. You know, and I can always tell when someone's lying to me. You can. You, hmm. you do. Have, you're like, something's fishy. I have a spidey senses. Well, we're um, just about seven minutes of seven already. So we're going to be ending our show uh, pretty soon here. Um, we were talking tonight about different types of listing agreements. We've really talked about for sale by owner tonight. Um, we got into the emotional aspect of for yeah, sale by owner. Now We might as well just stay on this topic because yeah. you know, we'll, we'll talk maybe a couple other things unless you wanted to say are there other things that you can think of like what are the benefits of having a real estate agent versus you know trying to do it yourself so one we discussed was we take the emotional out of it mm-hmm. two we're much better this is our, our job is negotiating yep have, right? have the time energy and skill set to be doing this mm-hmm. full-time so yep. you have a full-time representative like I don't know I, I think I equate it to like you wouldn't most people don't who've never done their nails before don't like try and put acrylics on and <laughs> yeah. rip your, your nail beds off. I know. Or like, well, the other thing I think you we're good just at be a race car driver. No, yeah. probably practice. No, and then just get on stage in front of you. Wouldn't just <laughs> show up, up to Gillette up Stadium. I'm gonna sing a subject. You wouldn't just Tom Brady it. And no, no, you, you practice. You yeah, go to college. Absolutely. Um, but one of the things <laughs> too is when we go through your house at the beginning. A lot of times we're picking up on different things. We're not home inspectors certainly, um, but we are looking for different defects in your house. So we're sort of prepared ahead of time too. So we can we have a way of ignoring the flaws. Um, the exposure to legal risks. I mean, there are things that you can and cannot say, you know, 
Um, I know, you know, we, well, we hear talk, it all the time. <laughs> we talk, well, we talk about it, um, yeah, fair housing laws. Mm-hmm. And we should probably do a whole show on fair housing and what it yeah, means and, and, and how, um, how stringent it is, and especially in the state of Massachusetts. People mm-hmm. got to remember, we are an attorney-driven state. Yeah. So. Um, and a tenant state. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're better at that stuff than I am. Yeah. Well, we tenant, can bring. Tenant we can, landlord. We can ask some people to come on with us, and we can talk about fair housing. Yeah. Um, but I think just one of the other things I want to talk about is off-market listings, because this is what brought up this topic, mm. okay? So, you know, we've been hearing from our agents how frustrating it is right now. So, yeah. this is how I feel, personal. This is Sharon talking, that I've been through many markets. So, if you think about it, I've been in 21 years. So, I've seen two 10-year swings, right? Because yeah. everything happens every 10 years, right? Desperate people do desperate things in desperate times, yes. okay? And... Right now, with low inventory, we're hearing more and more about, oh, I have an off-market listing. I have an off-market listing. Oh, don't use that agent because I have more access to off-market listings in my area. If you want to get into this town, you should be using me as your agent because I have off-market listings. Kabush, right? Kabush. (laughs) Kabush. I want to kabush that. Because the best way for you, and I want you to talk to your perspective as a buyer's agent. I'm letting you know as a very strong listing agent and Mary, a very strong buyer's agent, we have very clear, clear thoughts on this. As a seller, you should be on the market. And I know that there's confidentiality and there are other things that you want to sort of keep a secret. And there are definitely ways to do that. But the best way for you to get the best offer whether it's money, terms, condition, all of that, is to have your house listed to the most amount of people, Mm -hmm. to the multiple listing service that is statewide, not a company owned, a single one, where just your agent, one agents from one firm are looking at it. That's how I feel as, if more people want this house, then you have a better opportunity of having a better array of candidates to choose from. We don't want to get you to almost being able to close on the property and then, oh, guess what? <laughs> we can't. Well, yeah. It's like when you, go, when you go to a car dealership and do you only a Chevy? No. no. You probably test drive a, a Nissan or mm-hmm. a Toyota or... Uh, I don't know. I'm bad with cars, but you you know yeah. you could go you go to multiple different places when you're car shopping. Yeah. So why would you not shop for your buyer? Exactly. To make sure that you're getting the best buyer for you that suits your needs. And when you're on the multiple listing service, it's the internet. Okay. So I said this last week. We're a boutique. We're a small firm, but great things come in small packages, sure right? Do. They sure do. And we're we. When we're in the we we're in the all the same places as you know the big box firms and I don't just like those firms by the way they're great I hope if I have a listing they have a buyer it's as simple as that yep. but we are nationwide as well so once we put that listing out there we are really promoting and marketing to everybody out there and the more people that have eyes on your house the better it is how do you feel from a buyer perspective if I say hey listen I have an opportunity for you and uh, I have an off market listing but if you want it you really have to make it worth the while. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I think you're putting yourself between a rock and a hard place. As a buyer. As a buyer, I do, I do because you don't, there is no real negotiation to be had. It's it's seller saying, all right, I want, I either want this and you're, you're going to make me so motivated that you're going to give me even more than that. Mm-hmm. Just because it's, and then at that point, it's all emotional. Yep. So you're just hyper, hyper driven off of, of, of 
you know, not wanting to be in this rat race anymore, mm-hmm. truthfully. Yep. Um, and it can cause you to make some really bad decisions. And so I'm just saying from a buyer's perspective, it's giving the seller all of the control and mm-hmm. all of the negotiation power from the, there on out. Yep. So you're negotiating against yourself. hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you, the seller is like, oh, I'm going to put the house on the market for 500, but I know I'll probably get multiple offers. You don't know that. Yeah. You're like, yes. what, what is the max? Do you want 525? You want 550? Yep. You want 575? Yeah. What do I have to do to get it? Make it it worth my while. Yeah, what does that mean? Make it worth my while not to put this house on the market. You know what I mean? Don't don't be forced into a corner by greed. Other people's greed. Yeah, right? Don't. You can't be forced into I do love let's write that down. Don't be forced into a corner because of somebody else's greed. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. We'll find you the house, the right house for you at the right time. I like that. <laughs> right. That was very well said, Sharon the McNamara. The right size for you at the right time. We just did a bunch of commercials on that. So, um, so anyways, thanks for tonight. for tonight. That's our show. Yeah, we, we we have paper all over the place, and we talked about one thing. So, <laughs> uh, but you can listen all of our past shows on our podcast which is talkrealestateroundtable.com or any of your podcast apps you can get us on Spotify, Apple, all those great places. Uh, you can just say Alexa play Talk Real Estate Roundtable and you will hear us. If you have any ideas for our show just let us know 781-826-8000. You can also go to bostonconnect.com, find us on all of your social media feeds. Uh, that's Instagram and Twitter and, and all those Facebooks. You can find us so we hope you have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody.